Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. President Biden remembers Bloody Sunday in Selma, Alabama. We have the story. A man is dead after a motorcycle SUV crash in Andover. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. A Union Pacific train derailed this past weekend south of Wichita. We'll have the details coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. We remain in a moderate to severe drought across south-central Kansas, but some relief is on the way with off-and-on chances of rain starting tomorrow. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. President Biden honored civil rights heroes who marched in Selma, Alabama 58 years ago on what has become known as Bloody Sunday. The president's visit marked Selma's rise from not one, but two tragic events. Selma Mayor James Perkins Jr. thanked the president for federal help. In support of the January 12th tornado disaster cleanup. President Biden spoke with the Edmund Pettus Bridge behind him, assuring the legacy of marchers in 1965, including the late John Lewis, who fought for the right to vote. Laid in the bedrock of our Constitution, but stolen by hate, harbored in too many hearts. The president says it's a fight America faces today as he seeks to pass a Voting Rights Advancement Act in Congress named for Lewis. Gernal Scott, Fox News. A man is dead after a motorcycle SUV accident in Andover last evening at the intersection of East 21st and North Prairie Creek Road. The Butler County Sheriff's Office says the motorcycle was going eastbound on 21st when it hit an SUV going westbound. The driver of the motorcycle died from his injuries. The driver of the SUV suffered minor injuries. Investigators say the motorcycle rider was not wearing a helmet. A Union Pacific train derailed in Sumner County in the community of Riverdale, north of Wellington. The incident occurred around 5.15 p.m. Saturday. No one was injured, and there are no hazmat concerns at this time. The Sumner County Sheriff's Office says two intersections are blocked at the 500 block of East 80th Avenue and 77th and Western Avenue. Union Pacific says it will take a couple of days to clean up the derailment. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Sedgwick County now has a new election commissioner. Laura Rainwater was appointed by Kansas Secretary of State Scott Schwab. Rainwater is a lifelong resident of Sedgwick County and a graduate of Wichita State with a degree in business management. She replaces Angela Caudillo, who resigned last year. 
Two people are dead, six others injured after a shooting at a house party in Georgia. Police in Douglasville are investigating the shooting at the crowded home. This neighbor weighing in. I believe they were having a birthday party next door. It was just a lot of young kids all came at one time. Um, and it just got chaotic. It got really crazy really fast. We normally don't have that type of energy over here. Investigators say there were well over 100 people at the party. A fight escalated, which led to the shooting. The conditions of the injured victims are not known at this time. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Ukrainian soldiers fought Russian troops seeking to capture the town of Bakhmut. Fox's Steve Harrigan is in Kiev. This city of Bakhmut in the east doesn't appear to have any major strategic value, and yet it is shaping up to be one of the biggest and bloodiest battles of the war. The two sides have been going at it for the past seven months in trench warfare, really using artillery with enormous death tolls on each side. Ukrainian soldiers at the front line say... The sound of artillery is almost constant. It's relatively calm here now, isn't it? Yes, for now, it's calm. There used to be 70,000 civilians who lived in Bakhmut. Right now, about 4,000 left. The Russians appear to be controlling three sides of that city. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Shocker men's basketball wrapping up the regular season yesterday at Coke Arena. We'll have highlights coming up in sports. Black Market Girl Scout Cookies for Sale. <laughs> that story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 8.07. Seven minutes past 8 o'clock on this Monday morning. Wichita police are trying to locate 12-year-old Karma Gonzalez, who was reported as a runaway Saturday. She was last seen Friday night in the 1900 block of West MacArthur, Gonzalez is 5 feet 4 inches tall, around 99 pounds, with honey-colored hair and a nose piercing. She was last seen possibly wearing pajama pants. The co-owners of Two Fellas Moving Company in Tulsa took time out of their schedule to deliver thousands of water bottles to people in East Palestine, Ohio. Josh Keeler says it was a privilege to deliver the water. It's really sad, it really is, how bad that town is, uh, what they're dealing with. And to see the looks on their faces of, you know, when Trump did come to town, that it, things started getting done. Norfolk Southern is working to clean up the toxic chemicals, but residents are still concerned about the quality of the water. Black market Girl Scout cookies for sale. Everyone has their favorites, from Samoas to Trefoils, but for 2023, the organization introduced a new flavor to this year's lineup, Raspberry Rally. Billed as a sister of the beloved Thin Mint, this little confection proved so popular that they've already sold out. Enter the black market. Those craving the newest Girl Scout cookie creation can still find them on the net. As of Friday, one could score a single box of Raspberry Rallies for 20 bucks on eBay and higher elsewhere. They normally cost between 4 and $7. In a statement, the Girl Scouts of the USA say they are disappointed to see unauthorized resales of Girl Scout cookies online through auction sites or community list sites. Karen McHugh, Fox News. The University of Massachusetts is warning about a TikTok trend after 28 ambulances were summoned to off-campus parties. Officials said students were observed Saturday carrying jugs with a mixture of alcohol, electrolytes, and water dubbed blackout rage gallons or borgs in a binge drinking trend gaining traction on TikTok. 
Officials said there were so many calls for ambulances for student alcohol intoxication that neighboring agencies had to step in to help. The Amherst Fire Department said none of these cases were life-threatening. KNS has used time now, 8.10, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock. Right now here in the uh, Wichita area, you'll just want to uh, watch out. We've got a stalled-out vehicle northbound I-235 at the ramp from West Street. And we've got another one. This is uh, eastbound K96 right around Hydraulic. And we've got got a bit of a backup in that area. It's uh, going all the way back to the ramp from northbound I-135. Traffic update from 98.7 at 13.30 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Yesterday we hit 75 for the high in Wichita. And as cooler air moves in from the north today, temperatures will be coming down just a little bit. Mostly sunny and breezy with a high 63. Clouding up tonight, hello 38. And a series of disturbances begin moving in tomorrow that will bring us off and on chances of rain starting tomorrow morning for the high 44. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now partly cloudy, 44 degrees. We have a north wind gusting to 23 miles per hour. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS and the KNSS weather is brought to you by the Monarch. Open at 11 a.m. for lunch, Monday through Sunday. Call to reserve a table on the patio for lunch or dinner at the Monarch. 579 West Douglas in Delano. 811 now, Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. A Canadian woman and a pediatric cardiologist from Georgia are winners in Key West's annual conch shell blowing contest. Brian Cardis of Macon, Georgia, performed the Jimmy Buffett song Fins on a pink-lined conch shell with holes so it can be played like a flute to win the men's contest Saturday. That's, mm. pretty, that's pretty sophisticated. No kidding. A conch shell, well, it's a big seashell, right, Ted? Carol Whitley, or Whiteley of Ontario, Canada, blew a long, loud blast with her shell to win the women's division. <laughs> Cardis says he began blowing the marine mollusk shell about 10 years ago during a visit to Key West, adapting techniques he learned playing the trumpet. Now, you know, trumpet's the same as a conch, I guess. Whiteley says she plays the shell at her riverside home to celebrate sunsets. <laughs> a lot of noise there. 8.12 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And, uh, the things they do in Key West. Oh, Key West. Always uh, having fun. What a fun place, huh? We have something going on at uh, uh, my high school uh, which is Wichita West, we have a hall of distinguished alumni that we're opening up. And uh, we, we, have, you know, we opened a big uh, sports hall of fame, and now we've got a hall of distinguished alumni program. I thought, well, to do things with people who have, you know, have succeeded um, very well in other things other than sports. So uh, that means we're going to have some business people and some people from, uh, from uh, well, show business. For instance, uh, Carla Burns is one of our inductees. This is, by the way, going to be Thursday night. Okay. At Rolling Hills Country Club, and I get to be the MC, and Carla Burns is going to be in, of course, uh, an opera or not an opera, but a Broadway star with a great singing voice, and an interesting person. I've only met her one time. Uh, of course, she she has passed, but I met her what three or four years ago. She was in here for some reason, and we got to talk to her a little bit. Do we have her on the air? I think we did. I think we did. Yeah, and just a, a Wichita del- legend, delightful person. So we're going to induct she her. She is missed. Uh, one of the people we're conducting is a fellow named Bob Knight, 
who was mayor of Wichita, what, about 17 times? No, three or four. Another anyway. Wichita legend. And he's going to be with us. And uh, just a couple there for us to talk about this morning. We have one of my classmates, a fellow by the name of Rick Smethers, will be inducted. And he made his, uh, he made his uh, notoriety as a SEAL, as a Navy SEAL, and not a SEAL team member, but a SEAL commander. And we're gonna, he's going to be here for, for his induction. And it's all going to be on uh, Thursday night. Ten people total. And just a little something there. A gala occasion. One of the inductees is a fellow named Tracy Rowlett, who is, uh, uh, he started, I think, at uh, the Wichita Beacon here in Wichita. Graduated from high school in 59 and, and got his degree at Wichita State. And I think he started at the Beacon. He wound up uh, in Dallas, Fort Worth for many years as a, a television anchor. A uh, prominent television anchor in Dallas, Fort Worth, for several years. And he's going to be one of the inductees as well. They're going to have a total of 10. All right, it's Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. Got the new election commissioner, Laura Rainwater. I don't know this person. Do you know Laura Rainwater? I do not. Uh, she's been appointed by the uh, Kansas Secretary of State. And uh, um, this is a position that in the past has been fairly uncontroversial. But then again, in the past few years, it's... Because of computers and people questioning the accuracy and so forth, it's been kind of a kind of a hard place to work, and there've been some controversies over the years. But uh, uh, so she's going to take over that position, and uh, apparently she wants to do it. So good, good luck to you, Laura. And we'll be hoping to. We always want to hope to hope to get a, an accurate vote every time out. Yeah, it's got a big primary coming up we later do. on this year, and general election. When is that? August, you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a primary, and then we've got the, the local elections going on. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, with this great weather, Ted, uh, the baseball season at Wichita State's underway. When, I wonder if, how long, of course, if Major League's going with uh, the exhibitions. Spring training. Spring training. Well, I wonder when we're going to hear anything about the wind surge. When do they, have they started there? Start up in April. In April? I'd like to get back out to the ballpark again this year. Had some good times out there at Riverfront Stadium. Well, I was watching a spring training game over the weekend. Uh, the Twins were playing the Pirates. Of course, the Twins, the major league affiliate of the Wichita Wind Surge. Right. I, I watched like five or six, the first five or six batters for the Twins, and like five of the six had played here in Wichita. So, really? Yeah. So, so that's kind of the neat thing. Pretty about cool. It. I was yeah. like, hey, I saw that guy play. Hey, I saw that guy play. Yeah. Every guy that came up, I said, that yeah, guy played for the Wind Surge. With the Royals when they had their championship team there, but. Four or five of those guys that we've watched here. A lot of those guys played Wichita. here for the, for the Wranglers. Yeah, for the Wranglers. All right. 817 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, it's time for sports now with Ted Woodward. Ted, take it away. Yeah, we'll look at, major, at, we'll look at uh, college men's basketball action yesterday, finishing up the regular season. The Shockers at Coke Arena, 7,500 fans on hand, hosting South Florida. And the Shocks, it was close at halftime, but boy, Wichita State dominated in the second half. In fact, for most of the second half, South Florida only scored four baskets and 13 points. They did make a three-pointer with like 10 seconds to go. But for the most part, the Shockers just completely shut down the Bulls in the second half. Shocks had a three-point lead at halftime. They end up winning it by 20, 69-49. Huge night for Shockers senior Craig Porter Jr. on his senior night. And Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl had the call of the game yesterday afternoon on 103.7 KEYN. Jerron Pierre into Craig Porter way out front. Shot clock down to 12. Right wing Pierre. Puts it on the floor. Out front to Poto. Pass fake. Hand off to Porter. Five to shoot. Three by Craig. Go! Turn around off a screen and drilled it. He's got 24. 
points. Career high 24 for Craig Porter to go along with five assists and five blocked shots. What a finale in the regular season for the senior Craig Porter Jr. for the Shockers in that big 20-point win. Shockers have beaten the Bulls eight times in a row, and South Florida has never won a game here in Wichita. They're 0 for 5. Shockers end up finishing in sixth place in the American Conference this season, and they are now getting ready for the conference tournament coming up later this week. The Wichita State women play in the opening round of the American Conference Tournament in Fort Worth this afternoon, the very first game of that tournament. Shocker ladies taking on Temple. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker women at 1245 this afternoon. You can listen live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. College softball at Wilkins Stadium this weekend. The home portion of the schedule opening up for the Shockers. 700 fans on hand at Wilkins Stadium yesterday as the Shockers picked up two more wins. 23rd-ranked Wichita State beating Bradley 9-2. And then in the second game, very close, but the Shockers beat Western Illinois 2-1 in eight innings. Shocker softball team won all four games this weekend. They are now 16-3 on the season, riding an 11-game winning streak. Right across the street at X Stadium, the Shocker baseball team finishing up a three-game home opening series with Oakland. Shockers lost on Friday night in the opener, but then they pounded Oakland on Saturday and then did the same again yesterday and got a lot of runs and great pitching. On the mound, a junior from Derby, Grant Adler. Shane Dennis had the call of the game on KFH. Now Grant Adler is one pitch away from getting through five spotless innings. This will be pitch number 60. Strike three called. Breaking ball in the outside corner. Five scoreless with seven strikeouts for Grant Adler. Yeah, Adler goes seven innings, nine strikeouts, only had one walk. He's now 3-0 on the season. Shockers beat Oakland 16-2. The Shockers have won two of their last three, five of their last six, in fact, overall. 1,400 at the game yesterday at X Stadium. It's a Monday night, so that's our WSU Coaches Show's night, back-to-back-to-back. Men's basketball coach Isaac Brown at 6 o'clock. Baseball coach Lauren Hibbs at 7 o'clock. Softball coach Christy Bredbenner at 8 o'clock. Those are all over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. College men's basketball. The Big 12 Conference Awards have been handed out as voted on by the conference's head coaches. KU junior Jalen Wilson, unanimous pick as Big 12 Player of the Year, led the conference this year. Averaging 20 points and eight and a half rebounds a game. Kansas State head coach Jerome Tang in his first year on the job named the Big 12 Coach of the Year. K-State was picked to finish last in the preseason poll. They end up having a great year and finishing in third place. K-State Marquise Noel, a junior. First team all Big 12 pick and on the all-defensive team. KU junior Kevin McCuller Jr., Big 12 all-defensive team. KU freshman from Wichita, Grady Dick, named to the all-newcomer team and the all-freshman team as a unanimous pick. Also, KU junior, Dewan Harris Jr., named the Big 12's Defensive Player of the Year. KU sophomore, K.J. Adams Jr., named the Big 12 Most Improved Player. And K-State senior, Keontae Johnson, unanimous pick as the Big 12 Newcomer of the year. Lots of honors for Wildcats and Jayhawks all over the place in the Big 12 honors. And that is Sports with Steve and Ted. 821 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Becoming more dependent on China. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. 
Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 here on this Monday morning, 44 degrees. An off-duty Wichita police officer who is working security at Roller City on New Year's Eve will not be facing charges from an altercation with a teenage boy. Officials say a teenage girl had been told to leave but refused and fought with the security officers. The girl's boyfriend jumped in and punched an officer in the back of the head. The officer fought back, striking the teen and pushing him against the wall and pepper spraying him. Sedgwick County District Attorney Mark Bennett says he could not prove that that to be an unreasonable action by the officer. You don't have a right to punch a cop in the back of the head, and he has a right to defend himself. For me to charge him, I would have to be able to establish that what he did was not reasonable. I cannot do that. Call it stand your ground, call it self-defense, call it what, I mean, there's no, there's no step forward on a charge here. Neither officer will face charges. Bennett says he will be working with the teen regarding the consequences of his actions. Recently, Walgreens said they would not mail abortion pills in Kansas to abide by state law. Kansas Attorney General Chris Kobach tells KNSS News the law is meant to keep women safe. These pills often cause hemorrhaging complications, and if that happens, a physician needs to be there. Look, if there's going to be abortions in Kansas, they they ought to be safe, and they ought to be done under the supervision of a physician who is there. Chris Kobach appeared on the John Whitmer Show Sunday evening on KNSS. Riots in Greece yesterday after a stunning train disaster. Fox's Mike Emanuel has more. Demonstrators are filling the streets and clashing with police in Greece in the wake of a devastating train crash near Athens that killed more than 50 people and left dozens of others hurt. Thousands of protesters gathered in Athens today to show sympathy for the victims and calling on the government for better rail safety standards. Greek government officials say the crash was a result of human error. A station manager who was on duty at the time of the crash is now facing charges for endangering lives and disrupting public transportation. This is Greece's deadliest train disaster in recent years. And Greece's prime minister says his administration will seek help from the European Commission and other countries to improve Greece's rail safety. The Biden administration is close to tightening rules on some overseas investments by American companies. It's an effort to limit China's ability to acquire advanced technologies that U.S. officials worry could improve Beijing's military prowess. An executive order is expected to be issued soon by President Biden. A new discovery in one of the most studied places on Earth. Another stone figure, or moai, has been found on Easter Island in the bed of a volcano crater lake thanks to severe drought conditions. Easter Island, about 2,200 miles west of the Chilean coast, is famous for over 900 stone figures carved out of volcanic ash as far back as 1100 A.D. by the Rapa Nui people. AFP News saying the newly found Moai was discovered by three Chilean University volunteers working on a project to help restore marshland in the Ranu Raruku volcano. The recently discovered Moai measures just five feet tall. Paul Stevens, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a northwest wind. That is signal a cold front has moved through, and that will bring a change in our weather pattern today with temperatures coming down about 10 to 12 degrees compared to yesterday. Mostly sunny with a high 63 later on this afternoon, clouding up overnight to low 38, and we will have off and on chances of rain from Tuesday through Thursday afternoon. 
I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now partly cloudy, 44 degrees, and we have a north wind gusting to 23 miles per hour. 8.34, Steve, at the end of the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is time for entertainment news. It's the blur. Here's Ted Woodward. And we do have some obituaries to pass along to you off the weekend. Saving Private Ryan actor Tom Sizemore has passed at the age of 61. Tom Sizemore, who starred in hundreds of TV and film roles like Black Hawk Down and Saving Private Ryan, died two weeks after suffering a brain aneurysm. On screen, Sizemore held his own against the best, evident by the Oscar buzz he generated as Sergeant Mike Horvath. Someday we might look back on this and decide that Saving Private Ryan was the one decent thing we were able to pull out of this whole god-awful Mess. Sizemore acknowledged in his memoir success spoiled him and eventually made him an addict, leading to his convictions for domestic violence and drugs. But in 2021, he told Fox he was determined to stay sober and watch his twins grow up. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. The rock world remembering the life and career of Gary Rossington, one of the original guitarists of the group Leonard Skinnerd. Metallica frontman James Hetfield thanking Rossington for bringing him joy with his music in one of his all-time favorite bands. Guitarist Kenny Wayne Shepherd calling the late musician one of the best to ever do it. Other tributes include musicians Damon Johnson, the Oak Ridge Boys, David Ellefson, and more. Rossington had been a part of Leonard Skinner since 1964 and survived a plane crash that killed four band members in 1977. He also helped co-write many of the group's most popular songs, including Freebird and Simple Man. Guitarist Gary Rossington was 71. Brian Holkren, Fox News. And the music world remembering pioneering jazz saxophonist Wayne Shorter, who has passed at age 89. Jazz innovator, creator of a distinctive jazz sound, and 12-time Grammy winner, describes saxophonist Wayne Shorter. Already well-known in the jazz world in the late 1950s, Shorter helped expand its sound over his eight-decade career. Early on as a member of Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers and the Miles Davis Quintet, and as a founder of Weather Report. He collaborated with greats including Joni Mitchell, Steely Dan, and fellow Buddhist Herbie Hancock, who says he's lost his best friend, but that Shorter left us with love and compassion for all. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. One of the directors of the upcoming Super Mario Brothers movie responds to criticisms of actor Chris Pratt being cast. Co-director of the animated Super Mario Brothers movie is defending its star Chris Pratt, Aaron Horvath, one half of the directing team, stood by the decision to cast Pratt as Mario during a new interview with Total Film. Pratt is facing backlash for not using a stereotypical Italian accent. Let's go. Which Mario is known for. Let's go. Horvath said, for us, it made total sense. He's really good at playing blue collar hero with a ton of heart. For the way that Mario is characterized in our film, he's perfect for it. Mario's brother Luigi is voiced by Charlie Day. The two play Brooklyn-based plumbers who are blue-collar guys. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Here we are on the 6th of March. 
It's March 6th, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. It's National Dentist Day. For many of us, a trip to the dentist is something we dread, but properly taking care of our mouth and teeth is extremely important. Without dentists, imagine what our smiles might look like or how painful cavities would feel if not properly treated. They send us reminders about making appointments to make sure our pearly whites remain pearly white. So the next time you go to see your dentist, which normally is only two or three times a year, say thanks. Also on this date, in 1951, the trial of Julius and Ethel Rosenberg gets underway as the couple is tried for spying for the Soviet Union and providing them with sensitive material, including nuclear secrets. They would be executed for their crimes in 1953. If it's your birthday today, you share it with the man who painted the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, Michelangelo, born in 1475. I'm Tushar Saxena, and that's your Fox Daily Snapshot. Americans love nostalgia when it comes to the movies. And a little over a week, the Academy Awards will take over Hollywood. And though many films are in contention, there's a clear winner as far as Americans' viewing habits. According to Nielsen's streaming content ratings, Baz Luhrmann's Elvis, starring Austin Butler, is the only Oscar contender that has been streamed the most. The film was watched for a total of 2.7 billion minutes by HBO Max viewers in the U.S. since it arrived on the platform August 8th. However, the Nielsen streaming ratings do not include Paramount+, Plus, which added the billion-dollar box office smash Top Gun Maverick on December 22nd. Paramount reported that the film became the most streamed movie to date. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Let's take a look and see how the box office fared this weekend. Creed 3 was a knockout at the box office this weekend. You out there boxing. I need you to start fighting. The MGM film far surpassed expectations, bringing in an estimated $58.7 million in ticket sales. Analysts expected the film to open in the $30 million range. The first Creed debuted to $29 million in 2015, and Creed II opened to $35 million in 2018. Creed III bumped Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium, right out of first place. Who are you? I'm the man who can give you the one thing you want. What's that? Time. The Disney and Marvel film A Distant Second with 12.5 million in ticket sales. Cocaine Bear coming in third, selling $11 million worth of tickets. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News. After more than 40 years, Mel Brooks is back with History of the World Part 2. Marco! And the other guy says, Polo! It's better in a pool. Mel Brooks' History of the World Part 2 begins streaming on Hulu. The 96-year-old comedian's follow-up to his original Part 1 takes on what the title alludes to moments in our history from a perspective that only Brooks could bring, like when Alexander Graham Bell invented the phone. Who is this? Your mama! If you're my mother, what is your last name? Bell! That's my mother. That confirms it. The cast that only a legendary performer could call on. The series also stars... Jack Black, Quinta Brunson, Sarah Silverman, J.B. Smoove, Johnny Knoxville, and more. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Let's see what's going on in the world of gaming. Fox Bits. Your insider's cheat code to gaming. I'm Eamon Dignam. 
Kroenke Sports and Entertainment laying off much of its esports division, The Guard, affecting the Call of Duty League's Los Angeles Gorillas and Overwatch League's LA Gladiators. KSE is a major player in traditional sports, owning the LA Rams, Denver Nuggets, the Colorado Rockies, and the Colorado Avalanche. It's being reported that the company will continue running the organization until it's sold, a partner takes operational control, or they'll close up their esports shop altogether. This is combined with layoffs from production company Beyond the Summit. Founded around 2012, it was a premier organizer of major tournaments around the world, focused around highly popular competitions, including Valve's Dota 2 massive online battle arena, or MOBA, and fighting game Super Smash Brothers. That company will keep all full-time staff on the payroll while offering severance and healthcare coverage to laid-off employees until the end of April. That's Fox Bits for Fox News. Chris Rock finally addressing Will Smith slapping him at the Academy Awards. Rock's new stand-up special on Netflix. Yeah, Chris Rock slapping back at Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, speaking out about last year's incident at the Oscars for the first time during his new Netflix special, Selective Outrage. Rock calling out Smith for slapping him on live TV while taking aim at Pinkett Smith's very public admission of an affair. He says the incident said more about Smith's marriage than it did about his feelings toward Rock. To avoid any similar controversy at the Oscars this year, a crisis team has been put on standby to handle any incidents that should happen, like the slapping of, of Rock. Rock also saying that anyone who thinks the, that words hurt has never been slapped. And that's Fox's Marianne Rafferty with that report. It was 80 years ago on this day. The Warner Brothers cartoon came out in Wichita theaters, To Duck or Not to Duck. <laughs> Looney Tunes cartoon directed by Chuck Jones. It was the first ever pairing of Daffy Duck and Elmer Fudd. Oh, there you go. 80 years ago today. To duck or not to duck. (laughs) And finally, he was born 100 years ago on this day. A guy whose voice we heard every night in America. From Hollywood, The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. This is Ed McMahon along with Doc Severinsen. The voice of Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. He was born 100 years ago on this day in Detroit, but grew up in Lowell, Massachusetts. And a guy that, and I, until I started reading now, I, you know, we've associated him with Tonight Show, obviously. Sure. But I kind of forgot all this other work that he did. He was the original host of Star Search for 12 years. He co-hosted Bloopers and Practical Jokes with Dick Clark for 16 years. Wow, yeah. He was, of course, the voice of the uh, Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes on those ads for years and years. He annually co-hosted the Jerry Lewis Muscular Dystrophy Telethon for 35 years. He anchored the team of NBC personalities hosting the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in the 70s and the 80s. He was a he was a fighter pilot in World War II. Yeah, he was. They called him up again to Marine, serve as a fighter pilot yeah. in the Korean War. Yeah. He flew 85 combat missions in the Korean War, got six air medals. Whoa. He yeah. was quite a guy. Ed McMahon. So he he worked, he was but he was Carson's second banana on the Tonight Show and did the announcement every night. He, he was, was here for the opening of formal yeah. opening of Town East Square. Mm-hmm. And I spent an afternoon with him on stage out there. You couldn't find a more professional, nicer mm-hmm. man. 
Ed McMahon was truly a great, great guy. About 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Big guy for a pilot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There he is. Yep, we remember Ed McMahon. He was born 100 years ago on this day. And that is Entertainment News with Stephen Ted. Hey, coming up, the uh, Wichita Business Journal update. Two cans has been arrested, charged with exporting aviation-related technology to Russia. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 8.50 here on a Monday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Wichita State 69, South Florida 49 on Seniors Day. Two. Sedgwick County has new election commissioner, Laura Rainwater, appointed by Kansas Secretary of State Scott Schwab. One. President Biden and others remember Bloody Sunday anniversary in Selma, Alabama, where demonstrators marched 58 years ago. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Right now here in the Wichita area, well, not much going on in traffic at the moment. One thing we can say is over the weekend, the gasoline prices did not go up or down. Still $2.99 a gallon. They've been static for a couple of weeks now. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Chad Chambers. Mostly sunny today with a high of 62 degrees, increasing clouds tonight, the overnight low 37. For Tuesday, cooler with a 50% chance for rain and a high of 43 degrees. Now partly cloudy, 44 degrees, north wind gusting to 23 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning on KNSS Friday, the uh, on the stock markets and up close, the S&P 500 rose 1.6%. 54 points to cap its first winning week in the last four. The Dow closed up 387 points. The Nasdaq composite jumped 226. So what's going on this morning? Well, the Dow right now up 66 points. S&P's up 12, and the Nasdaq is up 43. KNSS breaking news after a national search. The city of Wichita today announced Gary Jansen, P.E., as its new director of public works and utilities. Jansen has more than 28 years' experience with the city, serving the last 11 years as the Assistant Director of Public Works and Utilities, City Engineer. He is a Kansas licensed professional engineer. The director of P, uh, PWU is responsible for maintaining the city's physical infrastructure and for providing a variety of services to residents. The department manages road paving and maintenance, water utilities, sustainability efforts, and more. It is one of the cities uh, Jansen t- took over uh, takes over the position following the retirement of former director of PWU, Alan King, on March 3rd, 2023.
Yeah, I like how they say, after a national search, we hired we a guy that's been here for 30 years. <laughs> well, he was the best. <laughs> and let's take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. One Major League Baseball franchise is adding some Wichita flavor in time for opening day. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers announcing this week it's opening its first Major League Baseball stadium location, March 30th in Bush Stadium, home of the St. Louis Cardinals. As the Wichita brand, founded in 2002, has rapidly grown, it's been moving into more highly visible venues beyond its long-established restaurants. And that does include Freddy's first airport location last year within the Will Rogers World Airport in Oklahoma City. Two Kansas men were arrested Thursday in conjunction with allegations that they illegally exported aviation-related technology to Russia. According to a news release from the U.S. Department of Justice, the men arrested were Cyril Gregory Bayanovsky of Lawrence and Douglas Robertson of Olathe. According to the government's indictment, the pair owned and operated Canrus Trading, which is said to have provided Western avionics to Russian companies and provided repair services on equipment used in Russian aircraft. The Justice Department alleges that the men conspired since 2020 to evade U.S. exporting laws by attempting to hide the end users of their equipment and services. Coke Industries announcing its president and COO, Dave Robertson, has been named co-CEO alongside Charles Coke. Coke has been CEO of the Wichita-based company since 1967 and will continue to lead the company as well as remain the chairman of its board of directors. That's business news from the Wichita Business Journal. All right, it's uh, 8.54 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Today is National Dentist's Day. Today we set aside each year for us to say thank you to the person who keeps us keeps our pearly whites in tip-top order every six months or so, however often you go to see the dentist. Uh, it is also, I want to mention this, Oreo Cookie Day, because I'm sure Oreo cookies are not good for your, for your teeth, but... If you have a glass of milk candy, the Oreo sandwich cookie made up of two chocolate discs containing sweet cream filling in, in the middle, and it's loved by millions. It's like what the uh, the comedian Stephen Wright had the jokes is, I really have a crush on my dental hygienist. Before I go in, I eat an entire box of Oreos. <laughs> oh, boy. Since its introduction, the Oreo cookie has become the best-selling cookie in the United States. Well, it's legendary. It's yep. iconic. I'm not a big fan. I'm not. Yeah, it's okay. I'd rather have a big box of Girl Scout cookies myself, but uh, we'll see if we can find one somewhere. All right, there you go. Well, that's it for today. Glenn Beck Show coming up. New Ford patent would lock out of the owner for missed payments. You couldn't get in your car if you missed a payment. That's going to be discussed on Glenn Beck today. Top of the hour news this morning. President Biden remembers Bloody Sunday in Selma, Alabama. Well, if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the day in the last show. News updates all day. Stephen's head of the morning on 98.7 and 13.30. KNSS Wichita looking for a high today of 62 degrees.